Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Why y'all just gonna leave me out here by myself singing? There we go. Hey, hey. I'm not gonna say that. Wait, wait, wait. We are family. Okay, we had a solo right there. Hey, AfterBuzz fans, this is ABC's Blackish, an all new season, an all new episode for ABC Blackish. I'm your host, Courtney Tezano, joined with two beautiful co hosts. We're missing one today. Introduce yourselves, ladies. What's up? What's up? It's me, Megan Thomas. You know who I am. Hello, hello. I'm Shaprentis Lynn. Awesome. So this week, I feel overwhelmed. Yes. I was a bit underwhelmed with the pilot, and it's hard for pilots to really grab your attention. But this one, I was so impressed. It was hilarious, and it started off with the talk, the infamous talk. I don't know if you ladies have had it, but I have my own personal experience with it, and it's awkward. Okay, so that's what they, when I was watching this, because I thought about it, I don't, Okay, so you see that Rainbow is very open and her family, they're, they're hippies, so they're, they're used to this, but Dre comes from a typical black family, is what I would say, is because the talk is weird and you don't really have the talk. Right. And I feel like most black families don't have the talk. We don't right? say, we're not open about it. That's no. what I'm saying. It's weird, all you right? Get is don't have sex. Right. Don't you, don't you it's, have sex? Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> don't don't have a baby. Right. Like, <laughs> don't bring a baby in this right. house. My mom always says, know your values. You know your values. So she, you know, everybody has a different way of going about it, but I feel like the guys have it the worst because as a male, you have to talk to your son about this. They right. are the ones that kind of start the sex thing with us. So, I mean, the talk it was very awkward this episode because the dad didn't know how to start the talk. Right. So, but I mean, you can't fault him. He didn't he didn't have it himself. Exactly. He had so. that like awkward don't do it type thing. No, like, he, he had condoms. That's no it. <laughs> yeah, he condoms. gave him condoms, which I think is a double standard in our society because I feel like you will give your son a box of condoms but you wouldn't give your, your daughter, daughter a box no, of condoms. No, you give her a purity ring. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. She, that's how we got so many girls pregnant at like 16. <laughs> you see, it's nuts. I'm like, the chastity belt. I mean, we didn't go that far, but the chastity belt was talked about. The purity ring is basically the modern right. day chastity mm-hmm. belt. Exactly. I had that so, purity ring too. Right. I did. I, did. <laughs> I got one from one. church. Exactly. And, like, <laughs> and then the thing is that like, they don't tell you why you shouldn't do it other than, you know, follow it's a moral sinful. code. Yeah, it's yeah. sinful. Follow a moral code. You'll be a whore. Exactly. A Jezebel. Exactly. Even. <laughs> You Jezebel! <laughs> so we are definitely coming from the female perspective of things. But from the male perspective, I'm just like watching this. I don't think every male had it like that. Like, what are you ladies thinking about the way he went about telling his son with the shirt off and everything was just too <laughs> I much? Think it's, it's more relatable to what Pops did. I think I, I never had this conversation with a guy, so I have no idea. Um, but 
I think it's more along the lines of what Pops is. Like, here you go, son. Here's some condoms. Handle your business. Right. right. Oh, not handle your business. <laughs> I mean, it is like that. I have two older brothers. So my talk was probably not supposed to happen. But I walked in <laughs> on my brother at a young age. Are you serious? Yeah. So who had the talk with you? Your mom? My or? mother had a talk with me. Oh, it funny. involved a lot of uh, the push, pushing me away, not understanding, like, why I even saw this. But you have to have the talk and why you're a woman at that point. So I started going to, like, conferences for purity <laughs> and knowing your body. Because brother did? Yes, because of what he at an, at an early age. I mean, my brothers are nine and seven years older than me, so right. they kind of taught me everything not to do. Right. And, I mean, the conferences really just talked about, like, having your period and, like, having children one day and things like that, <laughs> but the Christian way to go about it. So, I mean, it was really good to learn at that age, but I don't think if that happened that I would have even experienced that. But I think it's sad because guys should have that same talk that's not fair. That right. men, yeah. You see how Dre says to his son, he's like, okay, we got to have... I think they talked about, I wrote it down here. So, of course, he talked about walking into the fragrance. Like, that's something that you do. <laughs> talked about, got to have an ugly wingman because it makes you look better. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like as women, you don't ever hear anybody tell their daughter, make sure your friends are ugly right. so that the dudes will choose you. <laughs> right. like, nobody's saying that to No chip. one. No one. I mean, all of your friends should be on the same level as you. Right. Exactly. And then it shouldn't even be about looks. It should be who you vibe with. Right. So it's completely different. But like, like uh, Bo said, you're teaching my son how to be a pimp. Right. Which I feel like, unfortunately, a lot of... Of, I don't even want to say just black parents. A lot of males are introduced right. to that life. Like, you need to have more honeys or you need to, like, go get girls. Like, that's the girl. Right. And I can't help but to quote Beyonce. But <laughs> in Flawless, we discussed that where you're basically, like, you're teaching girls that it's not okay to have, right. you know, the basically express their sexuality or even talk about it. But we teach guys the exact opposite. So right. how does that work? I think this comes from the fear and the trend of single mothers. So when you're raised by a single mother or when your mother knows single mothers and knows that situation, she's going to be like, don't be me. I don't want you to be a single mother. So don't bring no babies in this house because I'm not taking care of no more babies. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the, the push for the females now because you do see so many single moms and I don't know if it's because they're not having to talk or it's because they are having to talk or media. It's probably so many different things that play yeah. into it, but I get, I get it. And I kind of want to stop myself before I get to that point of having kids to not be like that and say, you know, don't bring any babies, but you know, talk to my so daughter you're in a way where you're just like, keep your morals. No, yeah. But also let me tell you about what it's like and what to do and what not to do. Right. And, you know, always have condoms if you are going to do it and, you know, things like that. So right. a little bit of mix of both. Oh, what about you? Um, I think, I am going to be honest with my children. I didn't have, you know, literally I learned everything about the talk from my friends. And that's a dangerous place for people to learn about sexual things. You People your own age, it's like the blind leading the blind. And so I think for me, I want to be really honest with my children, even to the point where I want them to be like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. My mama's talking to me about this. <laughs> like, I'm going to be like, look, we need to have this. Talk. And it's not a one-time thing. You can't just, you know, Dre seemed to think that he could just walk into his son's room. They had the talk one time. 
time and they're good. Yeah, yeah no. nailed it. Right, but you that's not that going. how it goes with your children. It's a it's an ongoing process because they're going to have more questions and they're going to be like, "Well, I heard this." Instead, of, he should have been happy that his son was coming directly to him mm-hmm. instead of being like, "Well, I'll just ask my friends about it." He right. was like, "Yo, me and my dad have shirt off time, <laughs> right?" And he you know, his with his taco meat and stuff. <laughs> Sorry, Dre had that taco meat popping, and I was I was he staring. had a lot more than taco meat showing. Yeah. Right, Anthony he sure did. <laughs> he, he's sexy, right? Sexy chocolate, but uh, no, but but still, it's just like. I, I don't know. I, I think it's a good idea that you're honest with your children and you keep talking to them about sex. It can't be one time. Right. And then you're done. We don't have to talk about it for the rest of your life. I think it's very important that you do that. If you don't, somebody else will, they'll find out. They trust. Will. Some, mean, he could have, he could have Google Triceratops himself. Oh my God. And I didn't did. know it. I had to Google it. <laughs> what is it? Girl. What is it? I don't think I, it's, oh God. Is this appropriate for this us? Yeah, this is, mm, this is, uh, look, this is on the internet, girl. This no. ain't on TV. All right. So, the Triceratops, according to the Urban Dictionary. Oh, goodness. <laughs> we already started it off wrong. <laughs> It's apparently a sexual position where the index, middle, and pinky finger are used. Index, I don't even know. And I pinky. Oh my gosh, that's what that is. <laughs> we did not just do this on <laughs> Whoa. I really thought it was a like a position. That's what the Urban Dictionary said. I could be wrong. If I am, then please oh comment gosh. and let us know what it really is. Who names these but things? I don't who said this is gonna be called Triceratops? Right. Like, who it's did that? It's the it's the new wave, I think, because I never heard of that growing up. I didn't either. No. When you said that, I was like, I would Google this, but I probably don't want to see I don't want means. any pictures to pop up. No, no. I didn't click on images. No, no, no. <laughs> oh my god. Guess we learned what Triceratops is on ABC. We yeah. didn't thank you. Thank, thank you, you for that little tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> But let's, okay, we, that's a great segue to just go into, like, parent and child dynamics. I mean, it's so, we saw how awkward it is for parents to talk to their kids. And I feel like I'm probably going to be the same way with my kids. Like, who wants to sit and tell your kids the things that you're doing? Like, you do these things. This is how your children were created. But, you know, but that's the thing. They're going to do this, too. So why not arm them with the correct information? Sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking, this is what, I, I, I've said this from day one. This is exactly what I'm going to do with my teenagers. Or probably when they get, a, I'm going to talk to them about you know body parts so they understand that's age appropriate as they get older when it's time to have that talk talk mm-hmm. oh that's when we're gonna have a slideshow this is what gonorrhea okay. looks like this is what herpes look like so this you're is gonna be a substitute every, you're not even a substitute. I'm gonna tell the, their friends parents if y'all want them to come over we're having <laughs> sex ed talk we're showing pictures your poor children are not gonna have they're friends. gonna be like, they're, <laughs> they're gonna have friends, friends. yeah no they go I'm sure there's gonna be a lot because there's a your lot mom of mom is crazy right but there's a lot of parents who are like I don't want to talk yeah go over there to Miss Thomas house let her talk to you about <laughs> and see my mom would have said you cannot say the night at their girl's house like, no no not. but this is like from an educational yeah. standpoint not like position no I I'm know. talking about like this is what herpes looks like on your vagina or your penis like that's what I'm saying because you this have is to how be how you get it because right. a lot of people a lot of I mean, kids we are that we learned it in sex ed that. though but we not everybody it. takes sex ed really? and not everyone's taking it seriously I mean right. in there with they your peers right you'd be like hey she said penis okay think about it when you were high school you're not even paying attention exactly but are you going to pay attention when your parents are telling you this? You ain't got no choice because you can't walk out. You can't act that when your mom is a she. She, she can you. do what my mom did for Black History Quizum. Quizum That's what after. I'm Okay, so we are uh, getting educational with right. it. Right, slideshow number two. What type of STD is this? Oh my goodness. <laughs> 
Megan, I, I can't wait to meet your kids. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they don't know. They are going to know. And that's going to make, because that's a re, that's real. That makes them go, okay, well, I probably don't want to have sex, but if I do, mm-hmm. I'm gonna let, let me cover myself because I don't want all of that nasty stuff that was on there to be on my parts. Yeah, and that's right. the, I mean that's the whole that's part of it. You don't want them to have to be a, a teenage parent too early. Like you don't want yeah. them to have to go through that. So I feel like you have to be honest with them, even if it's uncomfortable. Why not be? To me, being a little uncomfortable at the beginning is way better than being uncomfortable at the end after you find out Definitely. they're pregnant, they got some STDs, something bad just went down. Exactly. I feel like this generation parents are a lot more open because they have you know we have a lot right. of parents that are you know early so having their children early but at the same time I feel like that also gives them a reason to be like well mom you did it so if I do it then it's okay I've seen that so many times right. unfortunately where they're feeling like their parents example can be an excuse for them right. so how do we combat that well you have to lead by example right. mm-hmm. but um I mean you just have to leave. I mean, I can't say any more than that. You, yeah. When you have children, at that point when you decide or when it, you know, comes about that you are now a mother or a father, you have to, every single thing you do in your life is now a little human being watching it. Right. So you have to lead by example in every little aspect, every little thing you do in your life. Yes. And I feel like a lot of times that doesn't happen. Yeah. And parents yeah, do as I, yeah, do as yeah, I say, not as, as I, I do. do. And there also, it's a lot of people that are having their children early are still in a very young, they have a young mentality. So it's kind of hard to grow, still be growing up yourself and then raise your children. Right. So I feel like that's the only only conflict that we're having but like you said if we're open with our kids hopefully they don't have to go through and this they won't and it's just all about how you teach them like a single mother can very well have that same conversation Megan was talking about and they'll get it and I was raised by a single mother and I had no kids I don't, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want no kids but my mother was like listen I struggled and she told me flat out everything she had to do and every struggle she had to go through and, I'm, and she was like I, I want better for you so have that conversation with your parent, with yeah. your kids, and definitely right. Agree. But I would say this though: what, what if you walked in and your kid masturbated like Dre did with Junior? What do you do? That's why I say I'm gonna go get your father because I don't think you're gonna have that conversation. Oh, she was a good one. She was a good one. I would have been like, oh my god, my baby, right? But she's but you also have to remember she's a doctor, so she sees things like this, and we still don't know exactly what kind. I think pediatrician, perhaps, but. At least we know that she is okay and comfortable with these kinds of things. She has to be in her profession. I know it's still weird when it's your child, but I think when you have a better understanding of the body, then it takes away the weirdness as Mm -hmm. a parent, you know? It does. So I, I don't feel, know how I would have been though. I, yeah, I, she's a good one, honestly. I would have been rebuked in the name of Jesus. Stop! <laughs> Top, take your hands off that. No. Where my anointing oil? Oh, right. <laughs> That's how um, Anthony Anderson's character reacted. He had a whole meltdown, right. he, and he couldn't even say what it was. He said hand to gland contact, <laughs> like that. You know, he, it was awkward for him. Right. So I mean. I just don't know how I would have dealt with it as a parent, but they held, they handled it very well. It very seems like their roles are kind of flipped because I would expect the mom to act right. like that. So I, it's kind of cool to see like a dad freaking out about the sex talk when you're supposed to be big and bad, but it was you, cool. You know one thing I thought that was missing from this episode, though? I feel like they should have also shown this. They should have shown what it was like for Zoe to be going through this same exact thing. And ha- you see what I mean? Because yeah. then we then we could have brought out the, okay, so why is there a difference? Because I feel like Rainbow would have been like, well, we have to treat them the same. If you tell her that him this, you got to tell her this. If you, you know, give him comments, yeah. you got to. I feel like Bo would have been very, 
equal with both of her children in this I regard. I the dad would have, though. Exactly. And so I think that would have been a very interesting topic, and I think they should have gone into that. Because I was waiting, like, okay, are they going to talk to Zoe about sex, too? It seems like she might be a little older than Junior. She so, is. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, well, are they going to at least say something or mention? I don't know. I that, just thought it was weird they had the talk with her. Because it right. sounds like they didn't have it with her. The kid, This is the younger kid's first time even hearing about the talk. I think they did. I feel like I, I heard her mention something like, I did this with Zoe about, didn't she say something about the menstruation? and period and the talk maybe she, I'm I mean I think she, she said what well, yeah she said on the period talk but, but she, she didn't have she said she had talk. a talk with the son about sex so I don't think she ever mentioned uh, well that's what I'm saying I wanted it I wanted to see how <laughs> Dre would have reacted with his daughter and I wanted to see what that dynamic would have been like because we obviously you know he would have just been like no yeah, you know what I mean. He would have went and got her a nice little purity ring. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's sad, like especially because what if he had walked on his daughter masturbating? Well, <sighs> my God, <laughs> that is that's that's intense. That's different. and that's that's, some, just, that's a story that hasn't really been like that hasn't been put out. And, like, and I and ABC was not about to be the first to do that. Exactly. I can say like we ain't about to write that line. We gonna say it's the son. Yeah, exactly. And that's sad though. Like it, just like I said earlier, it should be equal. Everyone should be able to talk about it because how are you gonna learn if you don't say anything about right. it? So I mean, maybe they'll touch on that next week. That could be a prediction. I doubt I they doubt will. It. I, I doubt they will. They I doubt they will. But let's send in some like requests for. But it. for all we know, that could have been what Zoe was trying to tell her mom. But of course, we didn't hear anything right. over Rainbow in her head thinking about <laughs> a great everything. Mom, not <laughs> a bad mom. See, and that made me feel like is my mom like that? Are they? <laughs> are they? Are they really listening? Like they're just giving you a generic answer, and they're like, "I'm such a good mom. I'm getting closer to my daughter. We're friends. We're besties." Is that their goal? Right. I don't know. I don't know. Not my mama. She's she's, she's open. Okay. Yeah, me and my mom, we're not. We're not. We're we are friends, but not friends. She will let you know. No, that's what I'm saying. We're we're we're. we're, we're, mm. I'm your mama. We cool, but I'm still your mom. Exactly. So my mom is definitely the mom, but I can go to her for things. Well, that's good. Yeah. Very good. Okay, so we got a little bit into that dynamic. I want to jump into Rainbow's relationship with her daughter. We saw that it was very different from her son. You know, she let him know everything about sex, but she had a hard time really connecting with her daughter. Why do we find ourselves dealing with that as, you know, the mother-daughter dynamic? I think because you see so much of yourself and your daughter and you don't want her to make the same mistakes you made. I mean, I think that's essentially what every mother wants for for their little girl. Because I can, you know, I remember my mom telling me stuff that she did wrong. And she was just like, I don't want you to do that either. And I just thought about it like, wow, that's like your goal. Like you, it's it's like redemption through your child. Yeah. They don't do what you did, then you succeeded and you are redeemed from the bad stuff you did. Definitely. But if you don't, okay, your mom told you. But if your mom, you have someone that doesn't tell you something like that, then you never know. Like they're just being hard on you. Why? Because they had a perfect life before that. So I feel like a lot of people, a lot of parents feel like they don't want to express that in order to not give you that excuse that you can do the same thing. Right. So how do we get away from that? Like if we want to be open with our kids, how do we get away from that issue? You just, you, you, I feel like you have to tell them, like, this is what I did, and I'm, I'm telling you this because I don't want you to right. go through it. Granted, yes, your children are going to have to experience mistakes and make their own mistakes, but you can let them learn that experience, experience sometimes isn't the best teacher, and, I mean, yeah. it it comes from shame you know what I mean it comes from shame and judgment and I think just as human beings we don't want that especially from our children who we're supposed to be this shining example for but I think a lot of times we forget the best example is truth Mm -hmm. so sometimes you should just be truthful and honest even though it makes you look 
less of a stellar parent and more like a real human being, in the end, it's going to help them. And yeah. I think, especially as black parents, I feel like in black households, we all about that do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, okay, these are the things I did wrong. You know, there's a lot of families in general that are just like, you know, we don't talk about those things. We don't talk about that because yeah. that's just not good. Mm-hmm. And in black families, especially, we're not very sexually liberal, so we don't want to talk about those things. It's just hush, hush. Exactly. You know, just be but then, pure. But then once the child experienced that, we have to talk about it. And you wish you would have told them beforehand. Right. So, But a lot of times it ends in shame. It's like, you mm-hmm. shame them. You should not have done that. You should not have been doing that. Why did you do that? Now you're, the, you know what I'm saying? Instead yeah. of being like, you could have talked to them a long time ago. Don't shame them now. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. But let us know what you think right. yes. <laughs> about this episode of Blackish, especially what was it like for you growing up in your family? Can you, uh, is this relevant to your experience growing up? Let us know. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Just go to iTunes. It's really simple. Search After Buzz TV Blackish. And when you see our podcast pop up, just click subscribe. It's free. So make sure you tell your friends and your friends' friends and your friends' friends' friends and give us five stars. And also leave comments. We also have a comment, um, Thank you, all of you, for watching on YouTube, especially. Yes. We had a lot of great comments. And there's one in particular I wanted to shout out. Her name is Daniela Graf. Hello, Daniela. Hello. Oh, I believe she's in Germany. What's up? Why hey, she in Germany? Hey. <laughs> and she did say your, your after show was way better than the show itself. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. you. So much. She said, I agree. The pilot felt already pretty wrapped up. And for me, there was no real incentive to watch more because the show did not bring anything new to the table. Well, I hope this second episode has changed your mind, Daniela, because I think, you know, we said the same thing mm-hmm. that we didn't think there was going to be anything else that after the pilot. Like, yeah. what else can I talk about? But this episode shows that there's a lot of things to explore, and I'm, I'm excited to see. And one thing I loved it they is that they put less focus on race. They just were a right. family, which is what you want to see. Yes, the title is Blackish, but we got to see a family perspective. And right. it doesn't matter what race you are, anyone can relate to this. Right. So it that was, was good to see. It was very refreshing. I'm, I'm excited. I'm happy. <laughs> I had high hopes. I'm happy the second episode turned out way better. And yes, I agree. I'm so glad they didn't do all the the blackish and black stereotypes and things like that. You did see little su- subtle instances or inserts of, you know, black culture and which what it's okay. like in black families, which I love and which is okay, but it wasn't so in your face. Right? Yeah, and I feel like one thing that I kept seeing in the comments is that, oh, black people don't support each other. We should support each other now we- because this is not focusing on race. This is focusing on a family right. that happens to be black, that is that has a high status. Honestly, I feel like a lot of stereotypes come from socioeconomic status. It's not about the color of your skin. It's about, you know, about it, the behavior a lot of people see is based on, you know, their income, their background, things like that. So all black people do not act the same. <laughs> We're seeing that with blackish. So it's so refreshing, as you said, to see something like this on TV. Yeah, right. I have high hopes. Cosby Show. <laughs> yes. Second coming. Exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. Awesome. So the last thing is we need to jump into sibling dynamics. So we saw that with the younger kiddos, they were so cute and like, I know. I, What's the talk? We need the talk. I <laughs> <laughs> so I am one of four and I always have to put myself in it. Sorry. But I'm one of four. So I'm kind of like a middle child, but at the same time, I'm older, the oldest because it's blended. <laughs> but uh, we see a lot of different changes from the oldest person to the middle child to the right. uh, younger siblings. So how did you guys feel the younger kids were? Like, what's their perspective? like okay this episode not gonna lie I felt like they just kind of threw them in there so they weren't forgotten Mm -hmm. I just I really didn't 
I just wish the parents probably would have had more interaction so we could have seen the dynamic between all kids mm-hmm. and how it's different. How it's different from Zoe to um, Junior to the twins. And they literally were like, we're by ourselves in this room. I'm like, how long y'all done kept them babies in this room? That room looked dirty. When was the last time y'all checked that room? And then her hair was not done. But listen, right. I'm thinking, is this a weekend? Right. And it wasn't. It was. They were definitely going to work. But I think they did cover that. Sometimes the, the younger kids can get neglected once the parents get older and they get tired. So I feel like they That's did true. cover they covered that dynamic pretty well because those kids were raising themselves at that right. point. Right. And it's so cute because that's how twins are. They're just like so each other's best friend. They mm-hmm. hate each other but they love each other and they're like so cute. Right. So I think they covered that well. Now I wish we would have got more of an interaction between is he Dre? Is it Junior? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Junior and Zoe. Because yeah. they are like, I get when you're growing up, maybe your brother and sister is not your best friend but they gotta have some interaction. They Don't they go to similar schools or like something? I don't know, do they? Because a junior might, is junior. Is he in middle school or high school? He's like eighth grade because he's okay. 13, maybe 12, 13. He wanted a bar mitzvah. That's 13. 13, right? okay. So is so that eighth grade? Yeah, he's still in middle school. So okay. she's probably like ninth grade, 10th grade. She's very far removed. I would have loved to see her reaction to to hearing about her dad walking in to see Junior masturbate. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think I that would have been funny. Right, but I don't think that that is something she should have known. Yeah, parents I don't, don't think, share I, that. Yeah, I don't think that but that's then, something. And when you're in a house, I know in my house and plenty of houses, whatever happens, you just kind of hear through the grapevine. Or you, like, <laughs> you hear at the door, oh, that's what happened. Well, I think like they, use the, they use the twins for that, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. They, because when you're older, it's just like you got to be... Like, kids, you can sugarcoat and make it cute for the little ones, but then when it comes to the older kids, this is like, okay, it's real. And I think that's probably why they didn't use Zoe for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wish, I don't know, I just, I think they should have had more of a storyline going with Zoe and the fact that she's this teenager, all she does is stay on the phone, and the way, I wish I would have said, <laughs> like, talk to my, been on the phone like this, and, as my mom is asking me questions and I'm saying something else on the phone. I would have gotten beat. Yeah. Oh no. When beat. she said that, kill me now, I was like, oh, she's going to hit. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Rainbow is like the free love. She is. And she's just very easy breezy, so exactly. guess not. And I don't think any of our, I don't know if my mom would have hit me, but I definitely think like, she would have been kill like, me. Okay, it's, <laughs> you get that. Yeah, time. it's time for you to get out the phone and tell right. me what's going on since you are so vocal and open about this thing. So it was interesting right. to see how she's a mom. Yeah. Yeah. But um, the kiddos, I hope we see a little bit more of them because I'm like, they deserve a little bit of love. I know my sister, she, my youngest sister, she was in her own little world as a child, but like right. she still was included a little bit. They just are taking care of themselves at six, seven, however old they are. <laughs> so it'll be cool to see how that is. Um, one other thing I wrote down is that, ooh, oh, can we please go back to dad? Like how he is now avoiding this sex monster that he created. Right. Like, After yeah. uh, having his shirt off and telling him to stay away from oral because of his wheat allergies. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently oral is not gluten-free. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't avoid being gluten-free. Oh, That's my so God. messed up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know how. I kind of agree with the pop's take on things with the sex thing. Like maybe we don't want our kids to start giving us like word vomit of like their sexual things going on no. in their head. Like that was too much. I don't want right. to hear everything. Like the lunch lady, we got that far with Hell that. Hell and Mary. Well, I was doing like, Hell and Mary, and I was like, what? <laughs> Hell and Mary. Okay. You've been judged. Is that what you <laughs> right. I'm judging you. Yes. <laughs> Hell and Mary. Come on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Do you guys want to jump into news and gossip? Yes. Let's sure. do it. After Buzz TV News. So, 
Blackish did very well in its pilot episode, which was last week. Um, it actually finished second in the ratings on ABC, um, right behind Modern Family. So a lot of people are saying the Modern Family um, audience kind of just stayed tuned because they wanted to see what Blackish was all about. So hopefully they'll continue to stay tuned yes. and watch Blackish. Great news. Exactly. Um, so yeah, there was 11.04 million viewers. And yes, they beat Survivor, the Goldbergs, and Nashville. Ooh. Wow. Go, go Blackish. Black <laughs> let's just yes. hope we keep that momentum up. Yes. Let's please, please, please. And then let's head over into, I read, well, not even read, I watched Erica Alexander. She talked about how she was a part of Living Single, and she did the comedy Maxine, show. Maxine, all Living Single. Yes. 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 <laughs> and Maxine she, Shaw. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And she had such a fresh perspective. She was basically saying, like, Blackish is, like, an awesome show, but why do we have to put so much focus on it being a black show? Back when Living Single was happening and the Cosby shows happened, it was about a black cast just being a family. Right. They just happened to be black. We didn't put so much focus on it. So I think it's so interesting that back then, you know, we did deal with, like, heavy, outward, overtly, overtly racism and now we're dealing with some more subtle things because I mean I had a lot of comments about blackish being very racist and I didn't see that in this what about, right. what about you I didn't see it as that I think the pe- the name throws people off especially because this episode wasn't about race it was mm-hmm. about just a family dynamic um, and I think it's better if you just focus on the family that just happens to be black and happens to have racist thing happens to them or stereotypes brought up versus a name like blackish I think they should probably change the title of the show but why do we have to change it? Well, because I think because it, it makes it seem like the whole entire show is just about black issues. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's it, it's really not. No, it's not. It's I mean, not. what would be a better title for something like this? I don't uh, know. They don't I pay feel, me for that. Right. They don't pay any of us. Above my pay grade. <laughs> Well, it's funny you said that and all that Cosby show because actually in the Huffington Post, Kenya Barris, the the creator, said that he wanted to uh, follow in the footsteps of Bill Cosby and have, you know, a Cosby-type show and portray in a positive light. And then he also said about how racism, particularly in Hollywood, is more so behind closed doors Mm -hmm. and not so in your face. And he said that is the most dangerous type of racism because sometimes... The people actually doing that and, you know, having the prejudice, prejudice thoughts don't even realize they're doing it because it's so behind closed mm-hmm. doors. So he said creating this show, he wanted to shed light on that and kind of, you know, say, hey, you, if you said this, if you walked up to your <laughs> employee and said, what up, Dr. Dre mm-hmm. or something, then, you know, hey, hey girl. yeah, <laughs> we talk like that. And then, you know, yeah. then you, you're, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not you're, do that. you're doing this. Okay. I like that one. That was a real good one to end on, guys. Okay, so where can everybody find you later? Oh, we have predictions. Oh, we didn't do predictions. Jump in the car. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to go first since I did that. Go ahead. <laughs> My prediction for next week is that we're going to see more of the life on, on Tracy's side as far as work. So we'll finally get to see, is she a pediatric you know, nurse or whatever the case is. Um, I also think we're going to get a little bit more of the younger kids' perspective. That's it for me. 
I think the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, as you're saying this, I'm like, she's taking all my predictions. <laughs> it's not, it wasn't much. But though. that's kind of what you have left. And then I, I hope, I pray to God, they go into Pops because I'm so yes. curious about him. And I think he will be hilarious. I yes. want Pops to go on a, a date with his lady friend. It, it's got to be yes. like a Miss Janet. You know what I'm saying? Oh like, my he going out Miss Janet tonight or something like You know what I'm saying? He, oh he got to have a lady friend that we got to meet shortly. Oh my. my okay. Prediction. I want to see that one too good (laughs) okay so we're gonna wrap it up today i hope you guys enjoyed the show but let's see where we can find everybody on twitter and instagram uh you can reach me at twitter twitter and instagram at shaprentice lynn s-h-a-p-r-i-n-t-a-c-e-l-y-n-n and as always you can find me megan thomas on facebook instagram and twitter at meg scoop like scoop of ice cream (laughs) <laughs> and you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tesnos. As always, please tweet us all your comments and thoughts. Use the hashtag BlackishABC. And we hope to hear all your comments on YouTube and on iTunes. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye, you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 